You are now listening to 103.5 Don FM. I'm just gonna. <clears throat> Hi. Okay. Welcome to Less Than Zero. It is a. I don't want to call it a podcast because podcasts are kind of. People who have podcasts suck. Yeah. It's a show. It happens to be released in the exact same way that podcasts are, but it's not a podcast. It's called Less Than Zero. The and experience. The experience. There we go. The Less Than Zero experience, and it is about. What's it about, Nia? Don FM, um, the weekend's most recent album. Okay. And I am Christian, and you're? Nia? Are you going by, are you going by your actual name? What, are you not? Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're on. using a pseudonym? People can see your face. <laughs> people, people know you. <laughs> no, seriously, I was just thinking, like, like, what if my future employer looks at my name? Just just go by Hania. I, I'm not saying my full name. But it it comes up if I say Hania. Not, uh, are you the only Hania? If you type in Hania, I'm the person that comes up. Oh my god. Okay. I'm Christian. <laughs> this is Hania. Sorry. I'm Christian. This is Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is Welcome to Less Than Zero. Uh, basically, what we're going to do here is, um, so her and I are both, I'd say arguably, the top two weekend fans. I'd say I'm probably number one, and you're probably... Close second. Yeah. Close second. Yeah. Um, we're just going to break down the album, Dawn FM, because for no reason other, for no reason really other than that we want to talk about it, and that we enjoy it and we think sharing our thoughts on it would bring us pleasure right yeah is there another reason that i'm missing out on <clears throat> potential fame and fortune that yeah. too yeah <laughs> yeah we're trying to get sponsored by uh boeing and um the, the flight organization yeah the the company yeah also the company that makes ar-15s <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> We'll cut that what's out. An, what's an AR-15? You don't know what an AR-15 is? It's like an assault rifle. Oh. It's like the... We're getting... This is not about the weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, basically how we're going to do this is... Um, so, we are seeing the weekend in concert here in Washington, D.C. July 30th, right? July 30th, yeah. And we're, we're going to... Um, every week or close to every week leading up to that put out episodes talking about the various songs on the album so without further ado what do we what songs are we covering today today we're covering dawn fm the intro and gasoline the first track so yeah so the first two tracks on dawn fm the album um do you just want to you want to just get into Hop it then yeah okay i'm gonna play the intro go for it Oh, she's got Google Images pulled up. It's almost as if she didn't know we were going to be recording. I think I might have X'd it out. Oh, excellent. No, no, no. Give me one. <laughs> Go Give for me it. one moment. Oh, do you have to, like, log in and everything? No, I don't even know where I put it. Excellent. All right. Just... I'm just going to sip on my OJ. Fresh squeezed. Ah, there's a fly in it. Literally, there's a fly in it. <laughs> awesome. I'm sorry. Okay. You're going to have to wait till next week. I will just uh, 
sit here with a dry mouth then. We got it pulled up? Ready? Okay, yeah, let's go for it. <clears throat> through this painless transition but what's the rush just relax and enjoy another hour of commercial free music on 103.5 Don FM stay tuned okay so <clears throat> what do you want to get into first I think the most important thing to cover is the fact that they're setting up the scene um, to show that this album or this whole experience is like them being in purgatory. Okay. Is that that's what you call it, right? Purg yes, I, I I think I think it's pretty pretty agreed upon that this is him entering purgatory. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a radio show. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Okay. I see. Yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know, the concept behind Don FM is that it's a radio show that The weekend is listening to as he's transitioning from uh, this mortal realm on Earth mm. to the afterlife. Uh, so I would say, yeah, I would say Don FM, the intro track, it, it's probably the only track on the album. Not that the other songs aren't great, but it's the only track on the album that I would describe as truly immersive. Mm. Like... I mean, if you if you listen to Don FM in like good headphones at like high volume, <laughs> you you go somewhere. Like you literally you transcend. Even if I listen to it in my car, I feel like I transcend. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. that part that Jim Carrey says. I, I don't know if it's like in the background. I don't know how to describe this, okay. but he says, "You have one hour of commercial-free music, mm. but then there's that voice in the back that says, free yourself.' Yeah, yeah, at yeah. The same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sends me." That is a little, yeah, it's it's weird because, like, it's a very peaceful-sounding track. Mm -hmm. has, like, the birds tweeting and, like, the harp, and it's in a, it's in a major key. Um, and it's very peaceful, and you're like, ah, this is like, you know, you could probably assume whoever's hearing this is, like, going to heaven. Mm -hmm. And then you hear, free yourself, and it's like, yo, huh? Yo. Yeah, it's Maybe. like you're in a white, you wake up in like a white space. Yeah, and dude, And you think yes. it's like all good, and then you see like these white, like jail cell right. type of bars happening. Mm-hmm, white figures, and they have like pointy hats. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> we can cut that out. Um. Are you talking about the KKK? No, the, it's the other guys with the white pointy hats. The non... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, um, I would say, yeah, audio, like, from a sonic perspective, it's completely immersive. It's, t when I, when, so the first time you and I listened to this in your car, um, I was like, fuck, like, it, now it's gonna be an explicit show. I was like, fuck, like, we are in for a treat. I, I remember saying to you before we listened to Don FM, I was like, I don't know if he if he's gonna be able to top after hours, like, yeah. And I was really skeptical, and then when I heard Don FM, I was like, oh, dude, there's a chance. Like this this could be really good. Yeah, especially after Blinding Lights, I remember. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to top. Yeah, but even when you hear the um, even before we heard the album, there was like some type of snippet that he released before, and it was still really questionable. 
Yeah, yeah, what was that? I don't remember. It was just like the trailer. The trailer, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right, yeah. I, you know, the trailer was pretty promising to me, actually. Because I don't remember everything that was in it, but I remember it played the beat from Is There Someone Else? Yeah. I, dude, I literally wanted to cry. I was like, huh. Like, <laughs> that was, we don't, okay, we don't have to get into that now. We can stay on topic, but, um, is there anything else, like, sonic-wise? About the intro? About the intro. I don't think so. Explain to me major and minor key one more time. Okay, so. Major is happy? Major is like a happy sound. Um, minor key is like typically reserved for like sad or like negative songs. So mm. uh, a minor key weekend song would be like um, Snow Child is in a minor key. It's on After Hours, not this album. Um, mm. Is there one on this album that's minor key? Sacrifices, I'm pretty sure. Out of Time, major key. Very happy, beautiful. Um, is there someone else? Minor? Is there someone else? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's minor. I'm not. I'm not a musician or a musical expert by any stretch. <laughs> I happen to work for a professional music organization, but I'm not a musician. I'm a video person. Um, I just know kind of the basic concept of major and minor. Um, what else? I think. Okay. I think the birds tweeting in the beginning. Or tweedling. What's the word? Tweeting. Making bir making bird noises, birding. Singing. Um, yeah, I think that's an important thing to note um, because later on in the album, I think that comes into play again. They return, yeah. Yeah, way to spoil it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked you even brought that up. I was gonna wait until the last episode. <laughs> well, I was gonna leave it at like I was gonna leave it at like it comes into play later, but you were like, oh yeah, they come back. I don't know. I guess I said the same thing. We'll cut that out. Um, already cutting out like four things. Um, trying to think if there's anything else like from a sonic perspective I want to cover. Oh, let's talk about Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. O overall thoughts. Like, first impression when you heard him. When I heard him, I thought it was really interesting that he was on this piece because I've the only thing that I've seen about him recently were all those videos of how he was like allegedly talking crazy, but it really just sounds like he was exposing the industry and how he was like awakened in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and then also on a personal note, I don't like Jim Carrey as a as a comedian. Huh? I never liked him. The only video I watched, or the only um, the only movie that I watched of him that I liked was um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh my lord! No, I'm dead. Have you seen that movie? I have not, no. I, I know that's considered to be, like, one of his greater works. Yeah. So without without giving any spoilers, it's about... Actually, I don't even know how to describe what it's about, but it's basically this, like, transcendent movie where mm -hmm. it's going over, like, infinite possibilities of, like, different realities or what it looks like to basically erase a reality. Okay. If you could. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's about a relationship that is being, like, erased in a way. Mm. Um... Okay. Without getting too much into it, but because awesome. of the nature of that movie and then seeing him come back like this, it, I don't know, it was really refreshing. Okay. Uh, so I take it you have not seen Ace Ventura. Okay. I think that's part of the problem here. Don't worry. I'm going to show her Ace Ventura and we'll, we'll get to the bottom <laughs> of this. Um, you, have you seen The Mask? The, no, I haven't. I've heard there about that one. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would say, let's watch some of his more iconic works before, before we say we don't like Jim Carrey, because that's... No. Yeah, no, you gotta be careful with that. I mean, you can't, you can't go hating on my man... Jimmy. My man James, <laughs> like that. Jimmy. <laughs> okay, um, I think, I think he's literally perfect for his role in this album. He sounds perfect, right? I mean, he sounds perfect, as creepy transcendent radio guy but I think who he is in real life is perfect for this as well um, he so in the 90s when he was huge I mean who's who's the biggest actor right now the rock would you say like the most famous actor actor yeah Leonardo Le DiCaprio okay 
Jim Carrey was in Wait, the, you think The Rock is a bigger... Like He's his, an actor? For real? I thought it was like just like the game plan and like little jokes here and there. No, he... The Rock is a massive blockbuster success. He's not... <laughs> like, he was originally a wrestler, but now he's an actor. And he doesn't do like Oscar-winning films like Leonardo Dica DiCaprio, in case you're confused about another Leonardo maybe. Um, but... He, what am I trying to say? Okay, biggest actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. Jim Carrey was the comedic Leonardo DiCaprio in the 90s. Like, mm -hmm. any movie he was in, it was a guaranteed, like, record-breaking box office hit. And beyond that, they were just beloved. Like, Jim Carrey movies like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, the sequel to that, Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, I mean, they are just, like, beloved movies mm. um so he was that guy forever he was just funny stupid movie guy and then in the 2000s like later 2000s like around 2010 he kind of started to fizzle out and didn't appear in so many movies and he um secluded himself and he would pop up every now and then and he what he all of a sudden had like this he shaved his head and, like, had a big-ass, like, rat's nest beard. And people were like, yo, like, what happened to Jim? And um, whenever he would get on camera for whatever little thing, you know, interview, he would speak very cryptically and very, like... He sounded like a very enlightened person. And it turns out he had, like, gone through a lot of um, traumatic things in his life mm. and kind of became like, a more enlightened person. And if you listen to him talk now, he's, like, nothing like who he was in the 90s. Um, so he went through, to clarify, he went through a lot of traumatic stuff between the 90s and when he came back, or just in general, and he was, like, processing? I think... I think both. Hmm. Like, in the... I think... I don't know his whole career, so I could be wrong, but in the night, I know he had a rough childhood. He went through some stuff when he was really hot. I think, like, his dad died or something. Oh, wow. And then I think when he started to fizzle out and not be in so many movies is when he started to, like, process that and kind of transform a little bit. And then I know um, later on, like, into the 2010 somewhere, he had a girlfriend that passed away, um, which is heartbreaking, obviously. And I think that maybe pushed... I, I would say that obviously pushed him a little further into yeah. his, like transformed state so all that all that to say um i think with his like knowledge of like death and like trauma and you know just his relationship with that i'd say he's like perfect for that reason also for his role in this album okay sorry i just talked for like 10 minutes straight but no Perry. he's also canadian the weekend's, was... the weekend's canadian oh okay yeah I thought he was American for so long. I don't know why he doesn't come off as... Well, I guess that's not really a huge difference. Not really, but kind of also, yeah. Yeah. But he seems like an all-American kind of guy. That's he, he's an American icon, for sure. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I think he was young when he moved to America, like, in his teens. But, um, mm. yeah, he... Uh, um, <clears throat> I think he's great for this. Um, let's talk about conceptually. How do you think it feeds into the theme of the album? So the theme, arguably, because it's purgatory. Yeah. I think that we'll continue to talk about this conversation, see if it's true or not, but I do think that all seven deadly sins are covered. Mm. I can't remember all seven deadly sins off the top of my head, mostly because I'm not a Christian. Heathen. <laughs> a, a heathen. Go ahead. But isn't it, it uh, greed? Greed. Lust. Lust. Uh, sloth, which means being lazy. Yeah. Gluttony. Did we say that one? Is greed and gluttony two different things? I think so, yeah. Okay. Gluttony. Um, I don't know. Should I look them up? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Envy, pride. Envy, pride, yeah. And wrath. Wrath, yeah. Wrath is the cool one. It's like, damn, wow. Is that the one that you have? Probably, like right wrath. now. Like, I feel wrath towards you. For not liking Jim Carrey. So, no, it's not. I don't think he's funny. Like even when you said Dumb and Dumber. Oh, no, yo. we can also. 
Oh. We can revisit this, but I think it's just you a different. Be careful. <laughs> you better be careful. There's a very okay. cl there's two pillows separating <laughs> us right now. Okay, we can revisit this conversation, but do you think that Adam Sandler is funny? Fuck no. Okay, well how, I put how, them in the how, same. How, how hold on, I'm gonna peek the microphone. How fucking dare you <laughs> compare Jim Carrey to fucking Adam Sandler? Are They're you both kidding me? not funny. When oh. I think of Dumb and Dumber, like, okay, I'm haha, so like, sorry. Jim, I'm so sorry. I, I know you're watching this. I'm so sorry. I think that your I think that your character development says a lot about you and I hope you continue to grow. And she thinks you're funny. Um, okay, so l let's talk about conceptually how we think this feeds into the theme, the overall theme of the album. Hmm. I'd oh, yeah. I'd say it's pretty blatant. It, like, it sounds like you're entering the afterlife to me. Hmm. What say you? Agreed. And you're, it seems like not even that you're, um you're being held responsible for these like sins that might be discussed throughout the throughout the album but yeah it's more just like in a passing yeah um which i think is really interesting you're like almost processing everything but i guess also do you feel by the end of this album and we can revisit this as well like do you think that that person is actually passing on or do you think that they're going to be remain in purgatory again yeah mm. or or cycled back into Oh, reincarnated? This earth, yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Let's talk about his lyrics. So he's... I, um, could, would you mind pulling him up? Mm -hmm. I know one thing he says is that um, after the night... No, sorry. Can you pull him up? I need to make mm -hmm. sure I get it right. Yeah. Okay. This part I do alone. I'll take my lead. I'll take my lead on this road. Genius. We're on genius.com. I think they get lyrics wrong like a lot of times. Um, I'm like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pre I'm pretty sure he says I'll take my lead in this role, but whatever. Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. He says, and I need something to hold, hmm. make me believe and make believes. I think he's saying there, I want to have faith. I think he's saying, I need something that can prove to me that there is more beyond this mortal coil and that I'm actually going to pass on into heaven. Because then mm. he says, because after the night, not after the light, genius is wrong. After the night, is it dark? Is it dark all alone? I think he's, and I, when he says night, I think he's hearkening back to the tale of after hours. Mm. He says... After the night, is it dark? Is it dark all alone? Meaning, like, after I die, is it just going to be nothingness? Is there going to be anything after this? That's mm -hmm. how I interpret that. And I think all alone goes back to the fact that we don't have anybody else. Or anything, any material thing, including people. Yeah. When you're passing on. Born alone, die alone. Yeah. As they say. I hate that. That makes me so sad. You think it's true? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, well, if you die with if you die in a hospital bed surrounded by your family, are you alone? Well, yeah, I guess so, because you go on without them. Yeah, you pass on alone. Fuck, I'm really sad now. Damn it. There's a lot of theory though that when um, I mean, I don't know about theory because it's it can't be tested. Right, it's theory. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess there's a lot of theory in different theologies that like when you pass on, you if you were to allegedly go to whatever heaven looks like in your belief system, like you're surrounded by the people you love. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say you're alone for the journey there. In between? Yeah. Do you think that's necessary? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Because it gives you time to reflect on all you did on yeah. Earth. Yeah. I think that's exactly what he's talking about. Getting to, yeah. Damn, the weekend got deep. Yo. And then immediately after, Jim Carrey's like, you are now listening to 103.5. Just kind of moving away from it. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I listened to... Like, if I was transitioning and Don FM started playing, I'd be like, I'm okay with this. I can remain in per... Some sects of Christianity think that depending on how many sins you committed determines how long you'll be in purgatory before you go to heaven. Hmm. I would be okay with hanging out in purgatory for a while for my various sins if Don FM was playing. Just an hour? Yeah. Do you think... Um, okay, so... So I guess through this traditional understanding of purgatory, yeah, 
Like, is the concept that you are in purgatory and then you either go to heaven or hell, or is the concept that you can be stuck there? Like, is there a concept that you can be stuck there forever? I mean, I'm sure there's people that believe that. I think the in Christianity, at least, the general belief is that, um, yeah, you you hang out in purgatory, you get... I don't know if the... I, I don't think you get judged in purgatory. I think you go up to heaven, to mm. the gates of heaven, get judged, and then determine if you're going to heaven or hell. I think purgatory, I don't know if it's necessarily a place where you just wait. I think it refers to the journey of okay. earth to the afterlife. Heaven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I think we, I think we kind of nailed that. Yeah. That was pretty I good. So too. I, I'll be honest. Like I didn't, I didn't know how we were going to do, but I think we, we did pretty good there. Good. Do you want a high five? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. You want to do the next track? Yeah. Should we, should we talk about the second half of this or no? Oh. Well, we already talked about this. Oh yeah, sure. For okay. Yourself. This one. Well, because I feel like this is the most important part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've been in the dark for way too long. It's time to walk to the light. Scared? Don't worry. We'll hold your hand through this. I don't know if we even need to talk about this, actually. I just, I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Let's see. There's nothing to dig into. You've been in the dark for way too long. I think he could be referring to the night that the, the weekend refers to. Um, previously uh, it's time to walk into the light and accept your fate with open arms scared don't worry we'll be here there to hold your hand and guide you through it uh, yeah it's pretty self-explanatory yeah. 103.5 okay next track next track what's the next track gasoline is the next track mm. um gasolina i love that <laughs> have you heard the bridgerton version <laughs> There's a Bridgerton version of mm -hmm. Gasoline mm -hmm. by The Weeknd? No, no, no. Gasolina. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know anything about Bridgerton, and I, I don't really want either. to. Dude, my thighs are just going crazy right now. Look at that. The world just... Yeah, they kind of are. I'm not going to lie. Seeing my thighs. Um, No body shaming, but... I know. They're bad. Well, they're very pale. Your thighs are bad? Yeah. Look at... Dude. I'm not perceiving you. They're male thighs. They're human male thighs. That's like bad, automatically. Right? <laughs> no. Okay. Hold on, this is showing me Halsey. I say we listen to Gasoline. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll save Halsey for our next, next podcast. The Halsey podcast. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, it's Shut not up. a podcast though. The Halsey Experience. The experience. Yeah. All right. It's 5 a.m. my time again. I've soaken up the moon. Can't sleep. It's 5 a.m. my time again. I'm calling and you know it's me. It's 5 a.m. I'm high again, and you can see that I'm in pain. I've fallen into emptiness, I want you cause we're both the same. I'm staring into deep, I'm dozing off to REM, I'm trying not to lose my faith.
I know, where do we start? Okay. I remember when we first listened to this, um, we were both shocked. Like, wh when we first heard his voice, <laughs> you and I both looked at each other like, like mouths agape. That was a good word. Um, yeah, vocab, vocab word. Um, yeah, so, his voice, I think I've already... I've already bugged you about this enough. Um, so what I think he's doing with his voice in the beginning, where it starts off, it starts off kind of low, definitely low for him. I've never heard his voice go that low. Yeah, agree. Um, and it has a, a very, like a vague kind of British twang attached to it. And for those of you who aren't aware, who don't have ears, um, this album is very 80s inspired and mm -hmm. what he's doing with his voice there is he's hearkening back to a popular vocal style in the 80s which was um these british guys would just sing in a really low register and then their songs got really popular and american artists would kind of put a little british twang on their voice and sing in a low register and it just kind of became a trademark is um, there a song that you have in mind so there's a song, yeah, you know what, perfect segue. Um, there's a song that I think that Gasoline was directly inspired by. Do you want me to pull it up? Yeah. Okay. Tell me if you hear it or not. Okay. Where is your Spotify? It's on this. The one that looks like a wave. Oh. That's why I couldn't Mi find Microsoft it. Microsoft Edge. <laughs> she... <laughs> She described Microsoft Edge as the one that looks like a wave. Okay. We need a visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's why I think Gasoline and this song. Uh, the song is The Promise by When in Rome. I mean, quintessential 80s right here. Is When in Rome American or British? I don't know, actually. Um, or Italian. Good, good question. Um, let's see. Um, I don't know. Spotify doesn't say. Start in Manchester, so I think they're British. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I probably shouldn't check my phone on the experience. Um, <laughs> okay, so the the bass line in this song is very similar to Gasoline's. Also similar, the weekend starts off in a low register, and then at the chorus he gets high. That's exactly what these guys do. Tell me it's not directly inspired. Alright, let's hear it. second in, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> if you need a friend, don't look to a stranger, you know in the end, I'll always be there, and when you're in doubt, Okay, I'm gonna play gasoline back one yeah, more go time. For it. Just the beginning. Yeah. Listen to the bass and the drum. It's kind of the same pattern. Yeah. A little sped up. Yeah, I hear it now. You do? Okay, yeah. He's definitely putting an effect on his voice. It's, it's not natural for him. 
No, I hear it. A little bit. I'm gonna pause the song or else I'll wanna listen to the whole thing again. Know, I know, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's directly inspired by um peeking the microphone, sorry everybody. <clears throat> I think it's directly inspired by The Promise by When in Rome. Mm. Listen to that if you haven't already. Or watch Napoleon Dynamite because it plays at the end credits. Um, we watched Napoleon Dynamite together. Yeah. So that was cool. Where he put the little tater tots in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yep, classic. Yeah. Um, okay, so where were we at? What were we talking about? I can't remember. Just, in theory, how the song works. Okay. Um, inspired by the 80s. Yeah, it's very... It's Okay, here's, here's, a, here's kind of how I would describe sonically the entire album. It's 80s with, like, a little techno like dance club techno hmm. mixed like i don't really know how to describe it beyond that i don't have the technical knowledge to really go into it but that's the vibe i get there's like some very classic synthy instrumentation throughout the whole thing his vocals a lot of his rhyming patterns um very 80s but there's a lot of like dance club kind of more techno vibes hmm. as well Hmm. Um, what else did we think when we first, okay, when we first listened, we were weirded out by his vocals in the beginning, as I think, oh, 100%, I think everyone was, I remember reading on Twitter before we actually listened to it, people talking about gasoline, like, yo, what the fuck was he doing, <laughs> and that's exactly what we felt, but then when the chorus comes in, and he, he sings in his natural register, dude, it sounds so, it sounds so good, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. um, and I think the first time that we listened through it, it sounded so um, disturbing, or like, I think the word that you've been using lately is jarring. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Um, that I think I had to go back and listen to it again before I thought that I liked it. Yeah. Do you want to get into the lyrics of it? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'll just lay out my theory for this song. Okay. Now, this is something I've struggled with, with this album. Uh, the thing I've I'm struggled I've struggled with is is each song perfectly contributing to this theme of the afterlife or sorry not the afterlife of purgatory and transitioning does each song perfectly tr contribute to that theme or are some of the songs just kind of vibes hmm. and it's not so closely tied together I don't really know. This song, however, I think could contribute to the theme of the album. And I want to say, this could be the song where he dies. Okay. I think this could be the song where he dies. Um, I mean, the song, the way I interpret it, is about him being cremated. Would you agree? Yeah, actually. Um, so he's talking about... It's 5 a.m. my time again. I'm soaking up the moon. Can't sleep. To me, it sounds like he's on a bender. Like he's on like mm -hmm. a 5 a.m. bender. Mm -hmm. He's saying like I'm uh, I'm pushing myself further. I'm just trying to feel my heartbeat. Um, he's calling up some lover and he's just yeah. fucked up. His only lifeline. It sounds like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like yeah. he says further in the song, I love it when you watch me sleep. Where is it? It's only safe for you and me. You, oh, you spin me around so I can breathe. It's only safe for you and me. I know you won't let me OD. Dude, that is dark. It's dark, and it sounds like at this point in time, he's calling this person, and they're not answering the phone, so he will simply die. Mm, okay, yeah, I like that. That's what that's what it read to me. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I love it when you watch me sleep. Yeah, it's almost like he's leaving them a voicemail, and he's just like high and just like rambling, just like, oh, I I love when you watch me sleep, you know, you spin me around so I can breathe, like, you know, I know you wouldn't let me OD, but he's fucked up right now, and it sounds like this person is not there for him, mm -hmm. and he's gonna OD. Mm -hmm. It's weird, like, I remember first hearing that, and just being like, damn, that's fucked up, like, he's just like, I don't know, the thought of ODing is very scary to me, hmm. and the fact that he's, like, romanticizing it is, like, a little fucked up, a little yeah. jarring, if I may say. I think that's actually a theme throughout a lot of his music. Um, there's yeah. an older song that he had where he talks about ODing and how he says he's going to OD alone. And then there's another song, I think on After Hours, actually. Faith. Yeah. If I OD. I want you to OD right beside me, which is also one of the most 
impactful lyrics i think in his whole album not even yeah. not even like what he's saying but the way that it's produced yeah shakespeare could never yeah yeah um so <clears throat> okay so seems to be a pattern yeah for sure um okay he's also okay you're definitely more of a weekend fan than I am, even though I claimed that I am at the beginning. <laughs> she actually introduced me to the weekend in 2020, so I'm a I'm kind of a new weekend fan, and admittedly, this is going to lose me some street cred. I have not dug into the weekend's older stuff like mm. a, at all, really. Um, I know that might be blasphemous to be doing a podcast about the weekend, the weekend. and I haven't listened to his discography, but like, I don't. From what I have heard of his older stuff, I don't think I've ever heard him getting, like, existential before and, like, philosophical. Yeah, I would say that's a... I would say that is an accurate statement to make. Yeah. Um, I also think that it's worthy for us to note that everything that we're going to be talking about, about this album and everything else is not necessarily what he might be saying, but also maybe something that's cool that fans or us can speculate could be coming out of the lyrics. Yeah. As our okay. own interpretation. Okay. Um, but with that, yeah, like all of his past lyrics, I wouldn't say that there's even anything that somebody could <laughs> somebody could uh, take away as being philosophical or being existential um, until maybe after hours. And okay. even then it's kind of like a slow, um, slow realization. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And I mean this, he's just talking, he's straight up saying, it's 5 a.m., I'm nihilist. He's talking, he, the weekend... Yeah. The guy who made Blinding Lights is now discussing nihilism. Do you know? I, I'm sure you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know there's nothing after this. So it sounds like a guy who, yeah, he's he's about to die, and he is... Remember in Don FM, the intro, he was saying, like, after the night, is it dark? Is it dark all alone? Mm -hmm. Is there anything after this? It sounds like here he's saying, like, I, I don't even think there is anything after mm -hmm. this. Um, is there any other lyrics that stick out to you? Um, so, again, he says, obsessing over aftermaths, apocalypse, and hopelessness. Mm -hmm. The only thing I understand is zero sum of tenderness. Yeah, what does that mean? So, uh, so if I were to think about this line by line, obsessing over aftermaths is the same thing that he was saying in Don FM. Okay. Where he was talking about, um, I don't remember the exact lyrics, where he was talking about how, um, make me believe and make believe. Yeah. So kind of like that, obsessing over aftermaths and make me believe and make believe. Yeah. And then apocalypse and hopelessness is very similar to that as well. But the part where he says, the only thing I understand is zero sum of tenderness to me, that sounds like, it, regardless of what you do and how you treat everybody and, you know, the experience that he's having right now, yeah. everything is everything is zero. Like, it, the zero sum of tenderness means there's, it basically... It's meaningless? Meaning, yeah, it means nothing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or at I, least that's what his, this character and going through this song sounds like. Yeah. Feel. Okay. That, I, I... Does that I, make sense? Yeah, no, I yeah. would agree. I didn't... I didn't really know what I had to look up what zero sum meant mm -hmm. and putting it pairing it with tenderness I didn't really get that but I understand with you explaining it mm -hmm. um, let's see oh well the chorus of course he says we talked about the ODing part and he says and if I finally die in peace just wrap my body in these sheets and pour out the gasoline mm -hmm. meaning just burn it light it up baby just you know what I mean? yeah like and he doesn't care he do, he says it don't mean much to me so he is a at the beginning of this journey he is a completely nihilist um doesn't take much me doesn't put much meaning into anything mm -hmm. willing to die because none of it matters kind of dude um that's what i get out of this mm-hmm Agreed. Yeah. And I'm interested to see how that progresses through the album, because it sounds like it does change. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you think, that this, you think that this song is on theme, but the other songs may not necessarily be on theme? I don't know. Maybe you'll turn me on to something that I didn't quite hear beforehand. I mm. think Don FM the intro and Gasoline, I think, contribute to the theme of the album 
really well. Of passing into the afterlife? Yes. Yeah. Like, directly. Yeah. Um, let me see if I wrote anything down that's worth talking about. Nope, talked about everything. Um, is there anything else you want to get into? We're only 48 minutes in. Really? That went by kind of quick. I feel like we talked about... I feel like I thought it was a lot longer than it was. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. Like, I feel like we were just talking for like two hours almost. Okay. But... So they say that time flies when you're having fun. So it flew for me. I'm having fun. I assume you're just not enjoying this at all. No. I okay. like this so far. And I think I'm getting more comfortable as we continue to talk. Like, I'm less aware of everything. Right. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um... What I do think about this song, so Gasoline, for example. Yeah. Um, I do think that what you explained makes sense to me, but I do think some songs... So I think it's a combination of, like, from start to finish, this person is passing from this world into whatever the afterlife looks like, but also they're processing some of the emotions of the seven deadly sins. So even if a song... I don't know how to explain this. We'll, we'll talk about it, I guess as we listen through the album. Okay. But it sounds like that person is becoming enlightened, even though they're in purgatory. Yes. Um, to their own actions, including... You mean, you mean throughout the course of the album? Yeah. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Here that they're at the rock bottom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, which for me, this is almost like gluttony, just because they okay. are ODing. Yeah, for sure. Um, or greed, because... And mm -hmm. lust. Yeah, yeah, and lust. Because he talks about choking the girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, which will come back in the further in the album. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> well, because the album did just drop yesterday. It, it yeah. It hasn't been half a year or anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, Some yeah. people might be new. Some people might be listening to it on shuffle. Right. Yeah. True. The way I almost started the album when... We were listening in the car. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> no. Why, why not? I was about to hit play and you said, is it an order? And I said, and then we changed it. Yeah, dude, that that's wild. So we were, we were <laughs> about, so Dawn FM, is a, it's an album that you listen to as an album. It's not just, it's not like a hit list. It's, it's supposed to be played sequentially. And for the very first time we were going to listen to this, mm -hmm. She had it on shuffle. <laughs> Not on purpose. Dude, we were about to like start off with like sacrifice or whatever. Or dude, Every fucking, angel's terrified. Yeah, or fucking a tale by Quincy. <laughs> dude, imagine starting off with a tale by Quincy. I would keep listening. Can we talk about your thing with Every Angel is Terrifying? Yeah. So before we listen to the album, um, I, I believe we, I think that we started the album... Two days after it was released, just because we wanted to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, okay, yes. So the album dropped, and her and I said, we're going to wait until we can listen to it together in person before we listen to it. But I was like, okay, let's let's each give each other one song. <laughs> uh, randomly pick a song. You can listen to that song to hold you over until we can listen to the whole thing together. Mm -hmm. I picked Sacrifice, mm -hmm. which happened to be... A, a banger, a knee slapper, if I don't say. Mm -hmm. And what you picked a good one too. What'd you pick? I picked uh, "Every Angel's Terrifying," which sounds <laughs> which sounds great by name. If you were to read through the track list, yeah, you I thought it was trap. gonna be amazing. Yeah, um, and it was definitely its own moment, mm -hmm. um, which we can talk about when we get there in the album. But mm -hmm. I was. I was extremely <laughs> jarred, to say the least. Oh, that yeah, no, that's what the trailer starts off with. Whoops, sorry, I just spit everywhere. I, this is in 4K. I know they just picked up every single <laughs> particle of that. Um, the beginning of the trailer... So I think the trailer for this album is awesome. The trailer starts off with the beginning of Every Angel is Terrifying. And I remember yeah. watching that and being like, fuck, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And you pick that track and you're probably like, oh, fuck, here it is. And then, <laughs> and so, then I was in for a, in for a surprise. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it all worked out in the end. Yeah. So that being said, I was so shocked. Like going into listening to the album, I really had no idea what I was about to be listening to, just because 
it was such an obscure track to be you you to got be tasting. You got thrown for a bit of a, a loop there. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, but overall, I think it was worth it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, okay, is there anything else we need to get into? I don't think so. Um, so wait, before we. So after gasoline is. How do I make you laugh? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the there's no good transition between that, right? I don't think so, no. Okay, so we don't really have to discuss that. Is there anything else that you want to? Okay, let's plug our our pages, right? Wait. We have to make them. Wait. Oh. <laughs> Should I make them right now and then we no, plug don't it? Don't make them while we're recording. <laughs> okay. Um late okay. As you're watching this right now, you're going to see like right here, okay? I'm going to type out our social handles. Watch us on YouTube, Less Than Zero FM. Instagram and Twitter, at Less Than Zero FM. Rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, bitch. Okay, follow all of those, okay? If you're if you're a weekend fan, if you're XO till, what's the saying? XO till I OD. Fuck yeah. If you're <laughs> XO till you OD, then you'll follow all of these handles right here, okay? And that's... That's real shit. Like, The weekend would mm -hmm. agree. Like, comment, and subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, comment down below your thoughts on Dawn FM, the intro song, and Gasoline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And any thoughts you might have on our speculations or the theme. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Is there something we just completely missed? Um... Is there something you're angered about or that you feel that we should be canceled over? Are you angry about my thighs? I <laughs> I would be. I would be for sure. Are you yeah. are you angry about Hania's velour jumpsuit? I would be as well. <laughs> so, you can tell us all that in the comments or whatever. Should we have an outro? Um we're going to make a comeback. Wh what? We're going to Oh. <laughs> um yeah, we'll, we'll We'll make that the outro. Just okay. decide that on the spot. <laughs> okay. Bye. Check me out. I'm going to make a serious comeback. Great! Less than zero.